good day, my friends. This is Joe Franks, Unfathomable Grace, Thursday, October 19th. Our devotions this day will come from Psalm 90. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to dust and say, Return, O children of man, for a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or a watch in the night. You sweep them away as with a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed, in the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger. By your wrath we are dismayed. You set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are seventy, or by reason of strength eighty. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone, and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger? and your wrath according to the fear of you. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord! How long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. So those are the 17 verses of Psalm 70. Uh, The title says a prayer of Moses, the man of God. I really don't know who wrote it. Maybe he did. That part's not the inspired text. But whether it was Moses, whether it was David, or someone else, the truths that are found therein are are eternal, they're everlasting. It starts by talking about the Creator. He is the one who existed before the mountains were brought forth. From everlasting to everlasting, He is God, and He is the one who formed the earth and the world. God is our Creator. The psalmist then goes to God, who is our judge. You see, God created us to enjoy Him, to worship Him, to love Him, to love others like He loves them. God created us to keep His covenantal law. And God promised that if we obeyed, we get to enjoy the relationship with Him. But if we disobey in any way, we are excommunicated from Him in life and from eternal life. And the judge has nothing good to say about our behavior. He watches. He sees. He sees our public sins. In this text, he sees our secret sins. Those might be the ones that we commit that no one sees. Those might be the ones that we commit inside our chest. They may be the ones that we have committed that we don't even see because we are blinded by our own self-righteousness. But God sees our public sins. He sees our secret sins, and they are no light matter to him, 
several times in this text. It talks about God's anger, God's wrath, and God's judgment. Death is a consequence of God looking at us and saying, we are sinners. Pain and turmoil and tribulation and wars and natural disasters and all the suffering we have is just a foretaste of the wrath of God as he cursed mankind with all of these things after Adam's first sin. Yes, Psalm 90 starts by talking about the glorious creator. Then it goes and talks about the holy judge who sees our evil and hates it. And in verse 11 of Psalm 90, we're asked to consider the power of God's anger, the wrath of God. We're taught to number our days to to get a heart of wisdom that we might have the proper fear of the Lord, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So we have seen God the Creator and God the Judge, who through His law and through His conscience that He puts in our chest reminds us that we are not holy, holy, holy. And in our natural condition, we're in trouble. But that's not how Psalm 90 ends. There is God the creator, there is God the judge, and then there is God, our gracious friend. The psalmist says, return, O Lord, as if this idea of being excommunicated from God is not the end story. The end of the story is that Jesus Christ became one of us, that Jesus Christ lived for us, he died for us, he rose for us, and he is the one who returns and sends his Holy Spirit to dwell with us. Return to us, O Lord. He's the God who has communing grace. He's the God who pities his servants. He's the God who, though we cry in the night seasons because of our sin, satisfies us with his steadfast love takes us from crying to rejoicing and gladness in verse 14 all our days yes we are afflicted by our sins we suffer the consequences of our evil but God is the one who satisfies us he's the one who directs us the psalmist says let your work be shown to your servants let us understand what you're doing teach us about you teach us your ways And then he says, and may your glorious power be shown to our children. He's the God who not only comes to those of us who are adults, but he loves to grab our households, our children. And it ends with that glorious refrain, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us. Establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. God is the one who is the creator. God is the one who is the holy judge. God is the one who is angry and wrathful. God is the one who gives us communing grace, emotional grace, directional grace, covenantal grace, and ministerial grace. He would have us now work for him, not to earn anything, but to respond as an act of worship, not just by coming to the Lord's house on Sunday, but every single day, using all of our character change that we have in Christ, using all of our skills that he has given us, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. He would have us use all our knowledge for him and serve him and establish the work of our hands. So get out there today. You have been created by God. You have been judged by God and found wanting. 
but you have been saved by God. And now you are his child, you're his priest, you're his minister, you're his worker. May the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Let's respond to God's grace by showing grace to the world that we interact with today.